Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. It's 106 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now, first hour of the show. We heard from uh, Elliot Friedman from Abe's Door Service, or Abe's Door, Door Service, from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Jamie Carmel, uh, who uh, runs media relations for the hockey side of the uh, organization, made an appearance, and uh, we heard comments from Jay Woodcroft as well as Darnell Nurse and Tyson Berry. Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. Uh, World of Spas is the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Do want to tell you that uh, we are heading back to sunny California this April with New West Travel. You can fly to L.A., watch the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks in April. This New West Travel hockey package includes airfare, four nights at the Marriott L.A. Live, lower bowl game tickets for both games, and a welcome reception with yours truly and special guests. For the Oilers, uh, now California hockey package, uh, reach out to New West Travel and visit newwesttravel.com. Uh, hmm. Okay. Um, we uh, got uh, Ladislav Schmid coming up. It is in a pre-tape, uh, so that we're going to get to that probably in about two minutes' time. We'll also have NHL today shortly uh, for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Do want to uh, tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates too. Roost Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 99.90 Jasper Avenue and tell Chris and Chef Eltaf that Oilers now sent you. Here's the deal. Uh, just before we went to break, bit of a curveball, a harder trivia uh, question today. Our Oilers game day trivia brought to you by Pro-Am Sports. Up for grabs, a $50 GC from Pro-Am Sports and Bragging Rights. For upcoming signing details for Ryan Nugent Hopkins, visit proamsports.ca. And the question was, name the seven members of the 1994 New York Rangers Stanley Cup Championship squad that previously won Cups in Edmonton. The seven players, Hall of Famer, Mark Messier, Hall of Famer, Kevin Lowe, Adam Graves, Esatikinen, Craig McTavish, Hall of Famer, Glenn Anderson, who came aboard to the Rangers that year in a trade from the Leafs, and Jeff Bukaboom. We had a lot of you text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. And, uh, Brendan, uh, do we have a winner? Because I, I think you're having to work through about six or 700 uh, texts right now yeah, into the show. They're coming in hot and heavy right now, but I believe we have isolated Gloria as the winner today. Gloria! The $50 GC. There we go. Uh, Gloria, you win the bragging rights on the 1994 uh, New York Rangers, uh, the seven members of the Rangers that uh, had previously won cups with the Oilers. Brendan, you were not born in 1994, is that right? Were you? you are you a 94? 90? Yeah, but I'm a late one, so September of 94. Okay. I was planting trees in Prince George, and uh, we had an entire crew of guys from Edmonton, guys and gals from Edmonton, and we were at Coach's Corner in Prince George cheering for the New York Rangers against the Vancouver Canucks. So you could imagine how popular uh, my crew of yard apes was uh, that night uh, right on the main street in Prince George and downtown Prince George used to be. Coach's Corner was connected, uh, uh, built right into the the, the uh, Prince George uh, Hotel there. Uh, man, oh man. And afterwards, after the uh, Rangers had won the Stanley Cup, uh, their first one since 1940, first one in 54 years. 
people were driving around downtown Prince George honking their horns and having a celebration for the extended Vancouver Canucks run. Now, tell us the truth, Brendan. In 2011, were you heartbroken when the Canucks lost to the Boston Bruins in seven games? Yes, yes, I was. Young Brendan was quite heartbroken. Not as heartbroken now watching some of the Canucks trials and tribulations? Um, no, I, I've definitely... Connor McDavid's a pretty hard guy not to have recruit you to fandom, if you will. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, and there's there's no question. I think you, you saw a little bit of that. All right, let's get to NHL today. Uh, it is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing. And Elite Promotional uh, Marketing is Edmonton-owned and operated. Your local branded merchandise and specialists head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan. Four other games tonight uh, with Ottawa home to Chicago. Senators will raise Chris Neal's number 25 to the rafters tonight after 15 seasons and 1,026 games spent with the franchise. He joins Daniel Alfredson and Chris Phillips as the only other Senators honoured in this manner. 43-year-old, one of just two players in NHL history to play over 1,000 games and compile over 2,500 penalty minutes playing his entire career for one team. Bakersfield Condors get Coachella Valley in Palm Springs tomorrow night. Oil Kings entertain Calgary tomorrow evening at Rogers Place and then Cal- uh, Kamloops rather in town Monday afternoon for the Family Day 2 p.m. puck drop. The number four ranked Golden Bears on a bye right now into the Canada West semifinal. Can tell you defenseman Dawson Davidson, goaltender Ethan Kruger and captain Josh Prokop all earned uh, Canada West second team all-star honors. Uh, Jake and Smallwood made the all-rookie team. Uh, I would suggest you Kruger and Smallwood uh, might have opportunities uh, down the road. Pro Cop's going to get a look in the American Hockey League at some point, uh, but uh, Kruger has already been at the Oilers' development camp, and Smallwood's got a chance to be a pro player as well. Oilers uh, guests on the show receive gift cards uh, courtesy of our friends at Japanese Village. For 50 years, Japanese Village has been Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census reserved today at jvedmonton.ca. Well, he was always an entertaining guy when he was in town as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. He is now an Edmonton Oil Kings coach. And Ladislav Schmid is our Oilers Now headliner. It is brought to you by our friends at Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And without further ado, let's get to our conversation with former Oiler and current Oil Kings assistant coach, Ladislav Schmid. Ladislav, uh, first of all, we'll, we'll get to the stuff of the Oil Kings right away, and then we'll talk about a couple of the Oilers stories uh, along the way. But uh, you're in your, your first season working with uh, the coaching staff. Uh, how has that gone for you with the Evans Oil Kings this year? Well, it's a totally new experience. Uh, uh, a lot of learning, but uh, I, I, I'm very blessed with a great coaching staff that uh, they're showing me the ropes. Uh, but uh, just excited to uh, to share my experience with the young guys. You know, um, they they still listen. It's not like talking to the uh, adults. But uh, yeah, like like I mentioned, a lot of learning. The season has been difficult. Um, uh, so so uh, you got to be patient. You got to be positive. Um, you know, trying to sell them the plan. Obviously, uh, you know. They, they were very successful the, the previous few seasons and they had to sacrifice uh, some some future, but uh, it is what it is and I believe what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So uh, I, I think, you know, uh, if I compare the beginning of the season to now, I think we made some progress and uh, we, 
we, uh, we we are playing a lot of young guys that are going to be in the future of our team, and, and I believe this this all going to help them. Uh, we're joined by former Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton Oil Kings assistant coach Ladislav Schmid, Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. So, Laddie, uh, you know, it's interesting. You talked about keeping it positive, and I'm just wondering how much has hockey changed over the last 15 to 20 years? At times, there were coaches that used to believe in breaking people down and building them up. I've never believed in that. Uh, I think the way you get the most out of people is by being as positive as possible. And uh, and when you do that, uh, you foster a relationship where the player doesn't want to let you down, or somebody that works with you doesn't want to let you down because you're, you're 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 supporting them. Has it has there been a, a shift? Do you think from when you first came over to North America to maybe the way we teach and coach kids now? Oh, 100 percent. You know, I I went through some old school coaches, and some of them are still in the NHL. But uh, like you mentioned, it, it shifted big time. You know, it's uh, it's more about building confidence. You know, if you don't have uh, I, like most of the players, unless you're a superstar, they they have a similar talent, similar skill level, but it's all between between the ears. Uh, and you know how to you just have to know how to approach certain players and. Uh, a few months ago before the World Juniors Championship I was on the phone with uh, Marek Zidlicki one of the coaches of the Czech uh, junior team and I was mentioning to him like hey this 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 gig you know like this is kind of tricky for me because I, all I know my whole career is you know not too many coaches like ask me how I feel or you know stuff like that it was like do this that and you know if you didn't do it you were in the press box now it's like you gotta be more a psychologist and he's like Buddy, like you just bang right on it. It's uh, it's like most of the day I spent around the locker room listening to guys and just kind of to learn about uh, you know how how I can approach them the right way because some guys they need a little bit kick in the butt, but some guys they need you know you gotta support them. Yeah, you gotta support them. So it's like that's that's what I do most of my day, just trying to figure guys out and. You know, and and uh, how how best I can help them. So that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm I'm the second assistant, and uh, so I'm trying to be the link between the coaching staff and and the players. A little bit be friendly. You know, be more like one of them. And it's not always easy, obviously, because I was raised uh, in different time and and by different people. My dad was also very old school, so it wasn't. Too much negotiation, but uh, you know, as the hockey is changing, we all have to change, and uh, I think it's the right direction. Like you mentioned, you, if you want the best out of the player, you have to understand him. We're joined by Ladislav Spieth, who played several seasons with the Edmonton Oilers. I'm going to get you to maybe take us back. Uh, I remember Kevin Lowe uh, was the general manager at that time, and uh, we had spoken on June 30th, and the Edmonton Oilers had uh, re-signed Dwayne Rollison and. Uh, Fernando Pisani, June 30th of 2006. You can look it up. It was a Saturday. And I, I went and spent some time with Kevin after. And, you know, there was talk about being the Chris Pronger trade, the teams that might be in. And I thought, well, there's no way Anaheim will be in because they have Scott Niedermeyer. They already got a number one defenseman. And I later found out, oh, yeah, they're in. Uh, you were a first-round pick from Anaheim. Joffrey Lupul, who I knew well. I knew Craig Lupul, his father, really well. And been in a pool with him since 1988. So I've known Craig for over 40 years now. Uh, I've grew up with him out near Sherwood Park. So uh, what was your initial reaction? Like, were you, like, 
were you sort of stunned did you and especially given that you were traded for you know as a central piece in a trade yeah. for Chris Pronger who at the time had played a massive part in getting Edmonton to the Stanley Cup final in 2006 of course I was stunned you know like you, you don't expect I, I didn't even dip my feet in the NHL and uh, I was already traded for the first time and I didn't even know how, how the business really worked back then and you know but you know later I found out who is it for and everybody was kind of shocked you know Chris Pronger one of at that time probably top three maybe top five defensemen in the NHL like I think he's one of the best right Um, and then to Anaheim right like they already had Scott Niedermeyer but if you want to win the Stanley Cup like you usually need two three kind of the defenseman like that to to make it there and uh yeah it's it it worked out uh it worked work out uh for me because i got a chance to play in the nhl next year and work out for uh anaheim they won the stanley cup right yeah. um yeah but i was i was shocked it was uh it's just crazy crazy for for me yeah one uh, one day you're uh, anaheim duck and then i don't know what time it was maybe 2 2 a.m. in the morning I was at the bar I maybe said that story before Brian Burke is on the phone telling me that uh, that I'm uh, traded trade for Chris Pronger and I'm like I was pretty buzzed at that time <laughs> so he's like I'm gonna call you tomorrow morning so, um, so you wrote drinking that I night? was I was yeah I was well a young guy you know <laughs> summer so he called me in uh, in the morning again and uh, and yeah it's like, yeah, Lottie, it's just part of the business, you know, and um, it's how it is. Like, no hard feelings. Yeah. Uh, I had a good time. They they had a good development plan for young guys in, in Anaheim. And I got a lot of opportunities in uh, in AHL with Portland, uh, and it helped me big time. And yeah. yeah, so no hard feelings. You know, I, I got, got here, and, you know. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still living here. I'm Edmontonian now, now yeah. so it worked out. Uh, during the course of your career, like, did you have to accept kind of what you were, which was a hard-nosed defensive shutdown defenseman? Every D-man thinks maybe he can run a power play or something. How hard is that for a player to do? To, like, you know, I mean, we see it a bit with Darnell Nurse. Like, Darnell Nurse could probably run the Oilers' power play. He could probably be on the power play, but Tyson Berry and Evan Bouchard are on the power play ahead of him right now. They're the first two options. Is that is that sometimes difficult for a defenseman to handle, or for you, was it a little bit easier? Tell us how that kind of went. It was hard at first because I was a high draft pick, and but I, I spent my whole whole life playing in Europe, so it's totally different hockey. And when I came, came over here, smaller ring, you don't have enough time, so he big adjustment um, yeah but as soon as I got to the NHL like I kind of had to find my spot where I where I belong and if I wanted to stick stick with the team I had to find my role and my role was you know I was I think decent at defending be be tough to play against blocking shots um, fight once in a while stuff like that so it was an adjustment but it worked out well for me you know it kept me in the league for a while um, yeah, back to Nurse. I think he's uh, he's an excellent defenseman. But like you mentioned, I I think Barry Barry ran power plays his entire career, you know, and on like really good teams, and he feels comfortable. And then you have this uh, young upcoming uh, defenseman. So it is it is what it is. But 
you know, Nurse's role is very important as well. You know, like yeah. he's, he plays against uh, top players on, on the opposition, and that's a, that's a really, really hard job. Love talking to Ladislav Schmid. He's, uh, of course, the assistant coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. We do want to tell you, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brentridge Ford of Wetaskiwin is well-known for their top-shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can reach out to our friend Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the team at Brentridge Ford. Make you feel... Uh, Appreciated, and they'll make you also a repeat customer. The number is 780-352-6048. Brent Retort is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. It's 122. We got a little bit more with Laddie and also the Oilers Now Injury Report when we return. Today's show is fluid, to say the least. Welcome back, everybody. 125 at Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brennan Escott with you. Into the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We will tell you the Oilers have activated off of LTIR Kyler Kyler Yamamoto. and the orders have farmed uh, two players on ELCs. This is something that Buckpedia's as Hart Levine suggested could end up happening uh, several days ago if the orders didn't make a decision, as an example, on a yes of Paul Yarvey on putting a more pricier player on waivers. And so both Dylan Holloway and uh, uh, Vincent Deharnay end up going uh, down to Bakersfield, uh, at least in the short term. That's your orders now. Injury report. Uh, the Rangers are completely healthy. I got to do this, uh, Brendan. We're gonna. I'm gonna throw a curveball at you here. Another one. That's two on today's show. Alan Walsh just tweet last night after the Calgary Flames lost five two to Detroit. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Also, negativity sucks the joy right out of the players. CC at the NHL Flames. This is the same Alan Walsh who represents Jonathan Huberto, who signed an eight year extension that starts next season in Calgary. Um, I do not think this is ideal, Brendan. I, I got to tell you, I would not be happy if I was Brad Treliving. I think Treliving made the best of a bad situation after Johnny Goodrow didn't uh, re-sign with the Flames. And then Matthew Kachuk said he wouldn't sign a long-term deal. Um, you never want to see this happening. The player usually says, well, I didn't tell my agent to do that. Uh, Walsh has gone down this path before with the Vegas Golden Knights organization. What's your take? This isn't how it should be playing out, but frankly, at this juncture, I think it's obvious what's going on, and nobody is willing to just come out right and say it. So instead, everybody's going to uh, do passive-aggressive little, you know, shots at one another, and then trip over themselves backpedaling. Uh, Daryl Sutter is done as a coach in the National Hockey League. If you want my honest opinion, I don't know who would want to play for somebody that behaves that way at this point. I don't know what inspiring uh, qualities he would have as a coach, but I can tell you I wouldn't play for him I would be asking for a different situation so for for Huberto to be in the situation long term that he is now I'm not surprised at all to see his agent trying to dig in and say something that the player himself obviously cannot come out and say yeah uh, we're not in that room Uh, the Pelche comments uh, you know I didn't love the Pelche comments. I mean, I think from an organizational perspective, the head coach should, uh, you know, know who the first uh, uh, who the first round draft choice is that's playing on his team. Uh, Daryl has had an incredible amount of success as a head coach in the NHL. A very specific style. I got to tell you, and maybe it's because I often see Daryl with. Uh, Cam Moon. Uh, of course, the Sutter family owned the Red Deer Rebels. 
and but even you know I bumped into Daryl uh, over the court in in Detroit and uh, he's been incredibly giving with his time personally with me and not everybody likes me so uh, you know but my experiences of, with Daryl have been quite positive. He, he had fun with us on the two most handsome coaches. We're not in that room, but something's missing from that team. I, I think that there's no question about that. And I think Brad Trailerman's a really good general manager. I do. I think he's he made the most of a bad situation in Calgary. It does lend itself. We haven't. I mean, think about it, Brendan. The the Flames had to trade Adam Fox his rights to Carolina right in that Dougie Hamilton trade. And then uh, Goodrow did not sign an extension there, and Kachuk did not sign an extension. Those are all American players. And that you look at what's going on in Vancouver, and now we're hearing that maybe Demko might be available. They chose J.T. Miller over Bo Horvat, who to me was the captain of that team. Now their best player is Pedersen. Uh, I, I, you know, and, and I think we're seeing a slightly different version of some of the some, not all. I mean, we got spoiled here when Doug Waite and Bill Guerin were here as American guys because they were awesome. But it's a little bit different generation, and different generation requires different tact, to say the least. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Mike uh, with uh, Eileen Bell. And when we come back, Michael Rupp, who does work for the NHL Network and MSG. You're listening to Oilers Now. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.